Good morning, I'm Olivia Hartline and I'll be reading the scripture for today. The scripture is from Mark chapter 3, verses 13 through 15. Afterwards, Jesus went up on a mountain and called out to the ones he wanted to go with him, and they came to him. Then he appointed 12 of them and called them his apostles. They were to accompany him and he would send them out to preach, giving them the authority to cast out demons. Hey Grace242, something you ought to know about me is that my performance in math is very poor. When I was a freshman in high school, I took algebra with our teacher, Mr. Zoller, and of course, by this time, most of my classmates are smart enough to be taking geometry, but I'm in algebra. And so we're in algebra with Mr. Zoller, and about halfway through the school year, he comes into class one day and says, I've made a realization. You're all dumb, so I'm adjusting my grading scale. <laughs> and he hands us the new grading scale, and the new grading scale is something like where 55% is still passing at that point. So thanks to Mr. Zoller's grading scale, I passed math my freshman year. And then I had Galen LaDuke for geometry and trigonometry my sophomore and junior years of high school. And Galen LaDuke lets you use your notes on the test. So thankfully, I just made sure to take good notes and make sure that my notes were enough to help me operate. And that was the way that I passed math my sophomore and junior year. And then thankfully, I didn't have to take math my senior year. So thanks to a grading scale massively altered and notes on the test, I was able to pass math in my high school career. Math has been in the background of a lot of the things we've been talking about lately because we're seeing that Jesus' way is multiplication. In the Great Commission, he demands that we reproduce disciples of him. But he doesn't just hand down that discipleship burden on us. He actually enters into our situation as one of us and models it to us. And Jesus' model is a model of multiplication. Look with me at our scripture today. We're going to read Mark chapter 3, and we'll read verses 13 to 15. Afterward, Jesus went up on a mountain and called out the ones he wanted to go with him, and they came to him. Then he appointed twelve of them and called them his apostles. They were to accompany him, and he would send them out to preach, giving them authority to cast out demons. Specifically, look with me at verse 14. Jesus chose disciples who would accompany him. As far as the triangle goes, this is an in-statement. Jesus gave his disciples access to his life. He shared who he is and what he's about with his disciples. And in accompanying Jesus, he would train them out in order to, quote, send them out to preach. This is the out corner of the triangle. In Mark 3, verses 13 to 15, we see Jesus' multiplication vision. He reproduces himself in 12 men who are then sent out to reproduce their lives of following Jesus in others. In choosing these 12 men to accompany him, Jesus is multiplying himself in these 12 men. Jesus' way is multiplication. But I'm bad at math. So thankfully, the Lord put someone in my life who enjoys math. As many of you know, Kyle Komarowski is an education major at Concordia, and I've been discipling him over the course of the past two years or so. And so I gave him an assignment that had to do with math. And remember, people of peace respond to your challenges. So this was the challenge that I gave Kyle. This was the assignment that I gave him. I asked him to run a hypothetical scenario. 
Next year, Grace 242 will be celebrating its decade anniversary. We'll be 10 years old already next year. And the hypothetical scenario went like this. I said to Kyle, what if when Grace 242 was started 10 years ago, what if 10 people committed to discipling one person over the course of two years? What if 10 people said, I'm gonna reproduce my life of following Jesus in one person, and I'm gonna spend two years discipling that person? If that was the case when we started 10 years ago, then how many disciples would we have today? So we're gonna switch over now to my computer. Kyle's gonna join us, and we're gonna talk about the results of this assignment. Well, hey, Grace242, I'm here with my friend, Kyle Komarowski, <laughs> the creator of this assignment. So help walk us through and I can control. You tell us what's going on here. All right, so my assignment that Bill gave me was to create some sort of mathematical function, because he knows I'm a math guy, um, to figure out what discipleship will look like in a 10-year span. Um, and what you're looking at right now is, uh, what I, is an exponential function, and that might not mean much to some of you. Um, I'm already tuning out, so <laughs> keep going. <laughs> um, so yeah, this is an exponential function that I've applied um, to discipleship um, based on a little bit of parameters that Bill gave me. Um, this first graph that we're looking at is uh, starting if we have 10 people that are uh, going out and finding people apiece, um, starting discipleship. And if only five of those people do that, or half the people, based on every single year, half the people do that, for two-year periods of discipling people, this is what the graph would look like of how many followers would, uh, we would have after that 10 years. So if we look, you can see that, uh, the, the red line is based off of uh, just 10 people doing this. And we can see in 10 years, at two-year periods of um, people apiece, that we can have up to 75 new followers by the end of those 10 years. So if Grace would have committed to this, so mm -hmm. in 10 years, 10, or 10 people at the beginning of Grace 242 commit to discipling one person mm -hmm. for two years, yep. and even with a 50% regression rate through the whole thing. Yeah, so if after all those things, if only half the people of the total followers that were growing over those years do this, we'll have 76 people. That's amazing. Today, we'd mm -hmm. have 76 we'd have to be, people yep. today. And this blue line then is if 25 people yep, were doing that. that's starting with 25. And then this is 50 people, mm -hmm. if 50 people, and still with the same 50% Same 50%. If we started with 50 people and only half the people every single two years did it, we'd have up to three, 380 people. Wow, you can already begin to see the curves mm -hmm. going vertical. So yep. let's go to the next one you did here. Okay, so quickly walk us through this one. All right, this is practically the same thing. Um, just we're doing two people a piece at a time rather than just one. So, um, and this is still with the 50% uh, uh, only regression. 50, yeah, regression of people doing this. So if we still only had those 10 people start with the 50% regression at two year periods of discipleship, then we'd have 320 people at the end of 10 years. So that's doing exactly what you're doing in the first one, only you're taking on two people instead yes, of one person. Yes, exactly. So, so 10 people commit to it in mm -hmm. 10 years, we'd have 320. Yep. The green line is 25 people again. Yep. Three, so we'd have 800. Yes. So that's, that, now you're starting to see the exponential factor mm -hmm. already there, isn't mm -hmm. it? Again, if you only have a 50% regression. So yeah. only a 50% of the people every single two years do it, yeah. then we'd have 800. Okay, and then this one, tell us what's going on in here. It's same as the other ones, just we're adding on three people rather than one or two. So if you can see with the, again, same 50% regression, 50 regression with 10 people starting with three people apiece, in 10 years we'd have 976. That is amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, unbelievable. And that's just 10 people. Mm -hmm. wow. So take out those 10, you'd have 966 new followers in wow. 10 years. Yeah, that's, and then of course 25 for the green yep. line, 50 for the blue line. 
I mean, you're beginning to see, to me, the biggest takeaway in all this is just the vertical, yep. you know, the lines just going vertical so yeah. quickly. And this one, obviously you created awesome that we can do sliders yeah. and things like that. But what I found, Kyle, and maybe I'll just kind of uh, end our explanation time with this, but what I found is, you know, no matter what you change, whether you change the effectiveness mm -hmm. where only one person out of the 10 people yeah. that commit mm -hmm. to it, you know, actually makes a disciple or whether you bring it all the way down to one disciple and you bring this all the way up to five years, which you expect, you know, five years then that's more time poured into yeah. somebody. Mm -hmm. So hopefully that would have an effect on maturity level. But all you're doing, see, we just flattened it out a little bit. All you're doing in this is delaying mm. the time before exactly. it goes completely vertical. Exactly. I mean, if we if we bump these all up even, so even just 50 people and- 100% effective. 100% effectiveness. I mean, you'll see that the curve just goes vertical quicker then. We're gonna take this end so. down, cause that's the number, if we just do one year, it's practically no time at all, yeah. we go vertical. It just, it's a 90 degree mm -hmm. angle basically, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, of course, obviously this is, you know, getting to be unrealistic because not yeah. everyone's <laughs> going to be effective and yeah. it's only mm -hmm. one year and so forth. But still, no matter what we do, it just, it, it just, you know, it's only a matter of time before it goes completely vertical. Yes. So. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, thank you for doing this, man. Of course, it was actually really fun to do. <laughs> well, I, that was what, something I was thinking about. I was just watching you grab your notebook and you yeah. know, get to it and pull out your pen and like, <laughs> like, let me see if I can get an equation together, you know? And, and I'm like, man, I, I would never be able to do that. So thank you. Yeah. Before we leave uh, this part of the message, um, uh, what are your reflections on all this? Like doing this assignment and coming up with the results? Mm. I don't know, it's just cool to see that uh, in what seems kind of like a long, long period of time for me because I'm only 20. In 10 years, we can get this many new followers. I mean, you started with me and we're, what, at the end of the summer, we'll end up our, our little time together and then that's about two and a half years. And then I have my three guys that I've been discipling um, and at the end of our time together, it will also be about two and a half years. Yeah. So we're, we're seeing growth just as, as we go. It's cool. Well, I really appreciate you doing this yeah, assignment. Yeah, it was fun. Glad the Lord makes people who like math. Yeah. As well to help me out. And uh, yeah, appreciate it, Kyle. Thanks for blessing us with of this. Of course. Thank you. Well, I'm grateful to Kyle for not only doing the assignment, but sitting down with me and chatting about it. And I'm also grateful for the next man that I'm going to sit down with. His name is Pastor Brian Jacobson, and he's the man who discipled me. And I'm thankful that I had the chance to actually sit down with him this week also and talk about the results and the implications of the assignment that Kyle did. So here's my conversation with Brian Jacobson at First Presbyterian Newsburg. Well, hey, Grace242, I'm grateful to my friend Brian Jacobson to be here just to quickly chat about, you know, the homework I gave my guy Kyle. Yeah. Thanks so much for your willingness to do this. It's an honor. Uh, maybe just quickly, we'll go to the graphs. And, you know, what Kyle had done here kind of at my leading is he created this first graph is over the course of 10 years, mm -hmm. um, if 10 people, that's what this red line in, is, had committed to discipling one person for two years, then how many disciples would we have multiplied in that 10 year span? Because Grace is gonna come up on their 10 year anniversary. Yep. And if only 10 people had poured two years into one person, we'd already have 76 more new disciples. disciples yeah this is of yeah. course with our 50 percent you okay. know regression rate that we're running into. i was going to ask that because there's you can't count on everybody doing it perfectly you have to assume that it's not going to go well in some situations or something so 50 percent regression half the people try and it doesn't work yeah, it doesn't work out and you still get 76 new believers in 10 years yeah that's only from 10 people doing it right even. 10 so, people taking one person and spending two years doing that pouring into that one person ah, that's yeah exciting. 
And then, so this line would be if 25 people had started doing that very same thing, right. had taken on one person for two years, then coming up on our anniversary of grace, we'd already have 190 more disciples. Yep. Again, with that 50% regression rate. And here, this green line represents if 50 people had originally committed to taking on one person for two years, yes. we'd already have 380 disciples. This next graph is the same, red is 10, started 25, 50, and what these people are doing now are, what if we took on two people? Right. So instead of just one person, now you're pouring into two people. Sure, as you grow years. in effectiveness. What, sure. What might that look like? But a quick question, Bill. I think yeah. something that, you know, just as somebody who's engaging with this graph and thinking about, okay, if 10 people did it, if 25 people did it, if 50 people did it. Here's the question. You're at 10 years because that's roughly how old the church is. Mm -hmm. How many people were part of that original congregation when G242 first, because you say if 50 people yeah. had done it, you'd be at this number. How many people, how many disciples did you have at the beginning? It's hard to say, but I, I'm pretty sure we had over 100 people at that point. I mean, I think 120 is about a safe number. Okay. But maybe this 50 so. disciples number would be a good number to start with to think where could we be if that original group yeah, a little less had than committed the to themselves, had committed themselves to the effort. Yeah. to this endeavor. So that's exciting to think about. And you're saying if that original group of G242, 10 years ago, if 10 people had taken on two, if taken on two, two people, people that's to disciple over two years, you'd have 320, or you'd have 1,600 yeah, 1600. new this believers. Is 50. This is 50. So half the church here, essentially. Yeah. Right? And and we're about 80 now or so, I think. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, that's not... So 1,600 so is higher than 80. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot. And that's two people. <laughs> yeah. It's taking on two people for two years, you know. I just think the accountants in your church are going to appreciate that yeah. statement, you know, like 1,600 is above 80. So <laughs> yeah, that's going to be a helpful way of I see what you're saying, thinking yeah. through why this is important. Well, real quick, let's. so this is the last graph, well, the last fixed graph that Kyle made for us. So essentially now this is just the same thing. Mm -hmm. You know, you're taking on people for a, a course of two years. Yes. But you're taking on three people. Okay. So what if 10 people took on three people each. What if 50 people oh took goodness. on three people each? Now that's crazy to me that we're looking at the, the 50 yes. number. And 4,882 disciples have been made if simply 50 people 10 years ago had said, in two years, every two years, we will reproduce ourselves, our the life of Christ in us, in someone else. In three people. In three people. And one and a half of those people, it'll, it won't work with. Yes, that's with a 50% yeah. One and a half of those people, it just won't work with. But the other one and a half, it will. And in 10 years, we're rocking and rolling yes. with house churches all over the United States. That's... All with the G242 banner above them. <laughs> well, that's not the most important thing. No, of the course not. Important of course not. I'm just, I'm Jesus. just, yeah. yeah so, but... but I think maybe that's an element we can talk about here, right? I've been reflecting on this, and that's that, I mean, at the end of the day, we don't want... G242 to grow, we want the kingdom no, to grow. Right. Right? It's, but if the kingdom yes. is growing, then G242 will also be growing. Absolutely. It's it's the, it's it's similar to a, a thing that I think I could see people being concerned even with the language of making a disciple. Like your job is to make a disciple, to reproduce your spiritual life in somebody else. And I could see some people saying, like, I don't want to make another Brian. Well, no, but that's exactly right. You don't. Your job, our job isn't to make a disciple of Brian. Our job is to make a disciple of Jesus. And through that's what you're naming, right, through the life Correct. of Brian. But So I'm not trying to reproduce Brian in somebody else. I'm trying to produce Jesus in Brian in someone else. Correct. Similarly here, if G242's name may grow big someday, at some level, who cares? We want Jesus to be made much of. But if Jesus is made much of, 
G242 ought to grow. Yeah, and yeah. I think my language from what you were just describing about reproducing your life in someone else, but it's your life of following Jesus. Yes, yeah. yes. So we're making disciples of Jesus. So yes. you said we don't want to make more Bryans, correct? We want to make more Jesuses. Yes. Which draws me to a C.S. Lewis quote that mm -hmm. says that basically Jesus's vision was that he would fill the world with little Jesuses. And right. that's the phrase he uses, little Jesuses. Little Christs, Christians. That's yeah. where it came from. That's what we're making, yeah. is little Jesuses. Yeah, absolutely. So, so that brings us maybe to our last graph, and I love how Kyle did this for us. So what we can do is we can change our slide. Yes, yeah, you know, this, so, way, this one's fine. So what we have the initial 10 people uh -huh. that agree to take on a disciple, yep. right? Yep. And here's the, our, our regression rate. So we have that 50% regression rate. Yep. And then um, the number of disciples they take on, mm -hmm. and then you know over the course of how, how many years. Right. So what I find fascinating is just how quickly you know this line. So if we if we bump, let's even bump that up to 25. Okay. And we can even pull, you know, like our effectiveness way down. Yeah, let's do that. Let's make so, it 90% of the people we try and disciple, it just doesn't work. Yeah. It just doesn't work. For some reason, it's either us or them or whatever. It's the culture, it's circumstance, but boy, we're pouring our hearts into it. But nine out of 10 of the folks we try, just it doesn't take. And let's say they only take one disciple. And we're only, right? yeah, that's the thing. Each each of those 25 people are taking one person and let's say they're pointing five years, worst yeah, case we'll scenario, put, or yeah, like we'll not put in worst five case, years. but like, so we started with 25 line. people and now we're looking at 10 years. I mean, I guess it's we've a little less compelling right. because we've added five people. Yeah. But those are five people that have had five years poured into them as well. And that's that's also, I mean, and we don't, it's, it's a little hard to tell because that could be, those five people could all be the recent converts of the newest person who tried and the rest of us didn't work at the 90% regression rate. It's hard to know how the actual people would work out, but still maybe another way of saying it is that's five people whose eternal destiny is now secure. Yeah. Right. Who, who have eternal security in the kingdom of God and who are now committed to the same model. And the good news is no matter how long it takes, this graph is going to get really good. Let's pretend that we get more effective. Okay. More right. students. Let's, so yeah. Even let's just bump it up to 0.3. Okay. 0.3. And this is let, just as a recognition say that. that over time we're getting better the first few years may be rough but at a hundred years where are we so here we are at 40 years at 40 years okay so look at this look at this this is like 40 years right here and we're at so 202 here's at 50 years we're already at 360 and i mean look at this the line just doesn't even get it's yeah. like okay uh where, where, where are we at so, here um, at, at 60 years, we're at 580. Right. So let's just see 100 years. Where are we? At 100 years 100 of 25 years. So people go, with a only up. being 30% effective. Okay, come out here. Look at this. Look at this. Here's 100 years. Oh and goodness. the line still hasn't Yeah, we haven't even it. reached it yet. So it, it looks like at 100, we're not even going to reach 100 years. <laughs> the, the world is already Christian. <laughs> it's taken forever for the line to even match up. I could even zoom out. Here we go. Here's. We're not even to 100 yet, 100 years yet. And we're at 4,398. Yeah, right. And, and it is about to just explode from there. Yeah. It doesn't even, Here's basically. 5,000 in 100 years. Yes. I mean, we can even just, I mean, just zoom out and look at that. I mean, it just follows the, I mean, I, I realize this is 2,000 years here, but I mean, we're 2,000 years removed from Christ, <laughs> right? More, more than 2,000 years. And look, yes. the line isn't even close no, to we, getting. It, the whole endeavor <laughs> ought to be over by now. Yeah. You and I should never have had to be born, Bill. We should like, be out of a job. We should be out of a job <laughs> and every, the whole earth should be Christian and Christ probably should have come back by now if we were doing our job. I mean, God knows he has a plan in his great wisdom. He is patiently waiting for the full number to be collected together and we have a role in that but my goodness this this chart this graph ought to be exciting and challenging for all of us as Christians yeah. because it says literally 
the world, reaching the world with the gospel is as close and as simple as making a disciple of the person of peace in your life right now. Yeah, that's how simple it is. And I was going to ask you, I mean, maybe we should just end right there, yeah. but I know we're drawn to a close and we got to end pretty soon here, but because um, time goes fast when you're having a dialogue like yeah. this. But um, that was my last question for you, and maybe you answered half mm -hmm. of it, was just, I mean, I feel like these graphs are sort of an indictment of the American church. <laughs> yeah. And maybe I'd just love to hear, I could go off forever on this, sure. but I would just love to hear your comments on the difference, you know, that that's highlighted by this graph between what we've known in the American church and what Jesus tells us to do, which is the evidence shown in this graph. Yeah. So, oh. Is this too big of a Pandora's well, box to open? I just, I think, I think I feel almost nothing but grief hmm. in the moment after you ask me that. Bill. Oh. I mean, it's like it, it, grief at a number of levels, grief at the thought of my own walk and what, could and should have been different, um, reflection on my own leadership as a pastor, all those things. So it's not, I don't, I don't feel grief as if, oh, if only the church would get its act together, if only the congregation I serve would get its act together, this would all change. I, it starts with me. So the grief begins with my own walk, my own, I, I, and, and grief not, sim it doesn't just end there. It's grief that's sort of like, ah, this could all be over. You're Look at of, this. You're part of, you're including I, yourself in Paul's The Creation Groans. Yeah, right? yeah absolutely. Thank you for giving so, me biblical language for it because that's absolutely it. It's just disheartening to see that, that how, how simple Jesus showed us. He already showed us. He gave us the way. He gave us the words. He gave us the spirit to empower us. It's all available to us. That's the grief. It's like, ah. Oh, Okay, then the encouragement, the challenge, of course, is then, okay, so all you can do is start with today. You know that old quote that I really enjoy? The the second best time to plant a tree is today. I gotcha. Yeah. yeah. The best time to plant a tree is 20 years ago. Sure, sure. sure. That's the gist of it. And the idea is, the, the, the challenge is, or the, the, the disheartening part of it is, ah, uh, so many opportunities lost here. This chart says that the mission really ought to be over by now if we were being obedient. And so, um, and then the challenge is, okay, all right, so I, I didn't plant this tree 20 years ago, but today. So I guess I'm, I guess maybe the conclusion, if you would be something like, um, let's get about this then. Yeah. Let's get about this church. You know, we, we have, we have not only the, the invitation, the challenge, the great commission, we have the promise that he'll be with us. We have the spirit living in us and we have his, the model of Jesus for how. Mm -hmm. Everything is there. Yeah. So let's get about it. Absolutely. That's a great way to end. Thank Good. you for taking yeah, the time, Dave Brian. Absolutely, Brian. Appreciate it. Yep.